Hello, everybody. I'm Stephanie Hansen, and you are listening to Dishing with Stephanie's Dish, where I talk with you about some of the food and fun dining and travel experiences I've had as of late. And there is something that I went to that I loved so much, and there are limited tickets available throughout the month of May. So I want to make sure that I tell you about it. So if you're interested, you can get tickets. Um, I think the tickets are mostly available for couples and it's the early 515 seating, but don't let that scare you because that was the seating that I went to too. Um, What this was, was it was a pop-up restaurant and it was in the old Auriga space on Hennepin Avenue. And in the 90s, Auriga was a very popular foodie destination. And what they've done is the folks at Travail are remodeling their their Pig Ate My Pizza and their restaurant up in Brooklyn. Is it Brooklyn Center? No, it's up in, maybe it's Fridley. I can't remember the exact town it's in, but um, oh, Robbinsdale, that's where it is. They are remodeling um, their location. So in the meantime, they decided to do this pop-up and pay homage, which is the name of the pop-up, to the chefs and people that they worked with throughout the Twin Cities in the 90s. It's a really great concept. Very fun. I think my dinner ticket was $112. And I had, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight courses. Um, and I think we actually had a few more because there were amuses in between. But wow, what a just lovely, lovely, lovely time. You walked in and it felt just exceptional because the the room was really pretty. They had beautiful flowers all over. I asked about the lady that did the flowers and our server couldn't remember her name, but man, she was great. So you walked in and there were all these beautiful flowers and then all the servers were there. And the way that Travail pretty much works is you do everything. So you might prep a course, but then you would also serve it. Or you might be a chef that cooked part of that course and then you serve it. Or you might be someone that just worked on mise en place all day and then you're busing tables. It's kind of a collective in that way. Um, We started out with a, I started out with, of course, uh, a Cosmopolitan because we were kind of paying homage to the late 80s and 90s, as it were. So I had a Cosmopolitan and then um, we finished off with, or we started next with a glass of champagne because I always like to have bubbly with everything. Um, The first course that we started with, we sat down and there was a little card on the table and there was a picture uh, in each square, one picture of Alex Roberts, one picture of Jack Rabel, and one picture of Tim McKee. And each of these little spoons of dishes were inspired by them. So for Alex Robert, it was an ahi tuna with fennel and spicy mustard. Uh, For Jack Rabel, it was a cauliflower soup, which this was one of my favorite dishes of the night. It was a warm cauliflower soup, had a little bit of mango and a salmon roll on top, which was delicious. For Tim McKee, they had a, a faux, faux mousse bonbon. So it almost looked like um, a round truffle, and that was the mousse. And then there was kumquat and a little tulle. Um, that was pretty elegant and delicious, too. Uh, the next course that we had was inspired by uh, Thomas Keller. And I thought this was cool, too. They brought in some of the chef's inspiration. So while Thomas Keller obviously isn't local, he has inspired a whole generation of chefs. So the next course was a steak tartare. Um, it was a Snake River Farms, Wagyu beef, gribiche, crostini, and then an egg yolk. And then you stirred it all together and you eat, ate that on your crostini. Um, 
Jordan, who I believe was the name of our server, was the person that prepared that dish, and she was really quite great. Um, next was a dish that was inspired by Chef Stephen Brown over at Tilia, and it was a parsnip shake. It was a black truffle zest. It was chilled like a little soup, but it was very delicious. I kind of wanted it hot because I just think, I don't know, I'm, I like hot soups for the most part, but it was still super tasty. And then they were inspired um, by uh, Michael Brown to do a salmon. And this was such a beautiful plate. It was like a little mushroom, some square potato that had been brunoise, an onion butter, um, a little jamon, a berco ham, a little lettuce, a little English pea. And it was like all these little things set on this beautiful, clear glass tray. Um, and then there was a deliciously cooked piece of salmon that uh, had a little bit of a broth that was really great. Uh, then they moved on to the uh, meza, which Seth Bixby, um, who is a local chef in town, did a red grape slushy with mint oil. This was like one of my favorite little bites. It had the mint oil in the bottom and then the grape slushy, and you would like shot it like a shooter. It was so delicious. Uh, followed by another of my favorite dishes of the night, Doug Flicker's ravioli. It was a beet pasta, so it was bright purple. It had was filled with a goat cheese, balsamic, brown butter, kind of that classic 90s dish, but so well executed and just delicious. The pasta, just the texture of it was great. There's a picture of that on my Instagram. It was one of the most beautiful dishes of the night. Um, then we went and we walked, they call it a walkabout and they do this at Travail too, where we literally got up from our table and we walked into another room and we had a Jean-Georges inspired scallop and we talked with the chef while he got his pan smoking hot, put a little olive oil in there and then put his scallops in there, uh, touched them, pushed them down just a little bit to make sure that all of the scallop was in contact with the steaming hot, smoking hot pan. Um, then he let it go for like a minute or two. Then he flipped it and then he added some brown, some butter to it and kind of basted the scallops to finish cooking them and then hit it with this apple cidery au jus that you wouldn't think that apple cider and scallop would go well together, but it was fantastic. And I just thought that was really fun to kind of get up from your seat and go walk around at a multi-course dinner like this, where sometimes you're just like it's course after course of beautiful dishes. So you kind of like moving around a little bit. We then uh, had a Lenny Russo rabbit roulade, which was rolled up with a carrot puree. That was great. And then uh, one of the most beautiful pieces of chicken I've ever had with chicken jus and spring vegetables. And the reason that it was so delicious was it was just perfectly crispy skin. Then the chicken jus, they had literally pressed the chicken. So when you have a chicken press, you get all of the marrow, you get every little ounce of flavor out of that chicken. And then they reduce that and make a sauce. Honestly, I would have just ordered this at any restaurant any day. It was just fabulous. Followed by, let's see, then we had Vincent had a lime sorbet with a vodka and lime zest. This was a really also delicious just little taste. And what was funny about it was they put the vodka in at the table. And when they served the dish in practice, Vincent had said that there wasn't enough vodka. So it was a pretty hefty shot of vodka with the course. And that was really appreciated by me. Um, let's see what else that night we had. Oh, the Michelle Geyer sorbet, which was a lychee 
passion fruit and Meyer lemon soup. That was also very delicious. One of my favorite courses of the night. It was probably outside of the ravioli, like one of the most beautiful dishes. Um, we had then dessert also by Michelle Geyer from the Salty Tart in St. Paul, who's one of my favorite pastry chefs. Creme brulee with raspberry and mint, which was just fabulous and 90s style. A chocolate souffle with powdered sugar that they poked a little hole in the top and poured like a caramel sauce inside it, which was super great. And then they had a little take-home box, which when you're going to these expensive dinners, I always appreciate that little extra surprise and delight gift. And it was inside it a strawberry rhubarb uh, pate fruit, a peppermint melt-away, and a dark chocolate truffle. And then there was a little jelly that was in there too. Um, in any case, if you get a chance, this is the kind of dinner that's not going to be around all the time. I know it's expensive, but splurge if you can do it or if it's a special occasion and even go to the early seating. I think the second um, late seating is 845. There aren't a lot of tickets available, but all you have to do is Google homage. It's through an Eventbrite link or you can go to the Travail website. They are usually pretty good about having things there. And let's just say you can't make this particular event. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I go to a lot of these events and like my sister will tell you, I am not a fancy diner normally, but I really appreciate the craft that this town is doing and that these chefs have. As I sat there through this meal, I thought, okay, like I could be in Vegas, I could be in Paris, I could be in a million places and have a delicious meal, but there really is something about the connection of having that connection to your local chef, having that connection to the local ingredients that the purveyors are making, that really for me as just a homegirl who loves amplifying and highlighting things in our town, really just felt special to me. I felt so inspired by the fact that here's these chefs that recognize that the coworkers that they've had throughout the years have inspired them, have challenged them, have made them better chefs. Chefs, and that really gets to my heart because you know I was I've been a manager of people, and I'll tell you a story that happened just this week, actually. Um, okay, kind of weird story, but so I was on the Jason Matheson show. I'm a contributor there. I generally appear on the show two or three times a month. And for Easter time, I wanted to do a peeps tasting, and I had bought seven different kinds of peeps from blue raspberry, sour watermelon, uh, pancakes and syrup, maple, um, maple flavor, coconut with dark chocolate, fruit punch, birthday cake. Um, I think, is that all the ones that we tasted? I think so. And I, I did a taste test with Jace, who literally said before we even started that he thinks that the... Um, peeps taste like dirt, but she's not wrong. That's, they're not my favorite. It's 26 calories a piece for each one of these things of pure sugar and then whatever flavoring agent. But it was a super fun segment to do. I mean, come on. I'm all about the novelty stunt foods, as you know. So we do the peeps tasting and it gets um, a lot of traffic on Facebook because they rep Fox reposts all the episodes. At some point, John Oliver, who has the show um, John uh, Late Night Tonight with John Oliver, picked it up for HBO. And they do a segment where they highlight local news stations doing weird things. And the segment was about how all these local newscasters hated peeps, but we did the segments anyway. And it's like 1115 at night and I'm just about asleep. And my phone starts blowing up like, do you know that you guys are on John Oliver? You were on John Oliver. So that was super funny and just very random and like, whoa, fun. As you know, my daughter, Ellie, or you may not know, my daughter, Ellie is 20 and it takes a lot to impress her. And she was like, dude, 
dude, you were on John Oliver because it's a show that she really likes. Anyway, so we're we're on the John Oliver show and I've been getting reached out to people that I don't know, new people, uh, a few creepy, weird spammers. But uh, one of the gals that worked for me at uh, City Pages a long time ago reached out to me and she wrote me just the sweetest email about how she's working in Seattle now and she's a recruiter of top talent and how she looks back on her days at City Pages fondly. And she was like, you, she told me you were a really good manager. You were an inspiring mentor. I didn't know it at the time, but you were a very strong woman who has led me to be a strong woman in my career. And I just wanted to thank you. And I was so tickled. It was so touching. And it made me feel like I felt when I was at the homage event where there's just people that touch you throughout your career that lift you up, that give you that little extra something of themselves. And they're authentic and they're real and they want to help you be your best self. And apparently I helped her be her best self, which is great to know. But also like they made me my best self. Some of the times managing people aren't awesome because it's super challenging and really difficult and you're dealing with lots of personalities. But when you get that one that gets what you're trying to do with them and they appreciate it and they take that into the world and it makes them better, it's, it's just awesome. It's awesome. And it's why I do this podcast. It's why I do my radio show. It's why I love to bring you weird peep experiences on the Jason show. I like to amplify people's light. I like to help brands be their best. And it just gives me great joy to do it. So that's it for this episode. Make sure that you get tickets to homage if you can. And if you do, make sure you tag me on Instagram if you take pictures of your food. One of the things you may or may not know about me is I love being tagged on food pictures because I love to see what you guys are eating. On Instagram, I'm at Stephanie's Dish. You can also follow me on Facebook at Stephanie's Dish or Twitter at Stephanie's Dish. And if you're liking this podcast, please feel free to give me a review or send me an email, shout out. Reviews help other people see it through iTunes and Stitcher and wherever you're consuming this podcast. Um, I just really wanted to talk about this event because I thought it was really special and I hope you guys get the opportunity to attend. And if you don't, go to another dinner. Find another unique dining experience. It could be a pop-up in a park. It could be a 10-course dinner somewhere. But getting chefs out of their elements and dining with people that you don't know and meeting some new people always makes the experience extra special. Um, So that's it for this episode of Dishing with Stephanie's Dish. Thanks for listening. 